talking about like right now. All right. As we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad, and the day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard to see our way through. Beyond the normal mundane are where unscripted dreams live. Join us for thought-provoking discussions and interviews to help us navigate through the fog and create our own path. We are the Unscripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. So um, today's episode is titled Inflation Nation. for those of you that don't know what inflation is, which I'm assuming everybody does, but just in case, you know, inflation is really just like the rate at which the value of a currency is falling. And um, consequently, you know, the prices for goods and services is going up. And that's ideally what um, inflation is. So right off the bat, man, uh, I guess, Marcus, why, why, why is inflation bad? Hyperinflation is bad. That's what we're in. Like, I think that's kind of what we're experiencing right now. But, um, what ha- I mean, kind of what we're experiencing now, if you're in the United States, is that you can't print, you can't print all this money, like out of thin air, and uh, not expect there to be consequences. So there's your normal, like healthy, I guess a healthy rate of inflation, which is which is kind of normal. But uh, what we have now is um, kind of it's more of a, a consequence of kind of a di- diluting the. If you don't know, Joe's doing a promo, promo right now. You just can't see it if you, of course, if you're just listening. But but uh, no, so um, but that's pretty much it. I mean, try to make it as simple as possible without overcomplicating it. But yeah, it's it's pretty much just more so speaking on not not trying to do it get into economics and all that, but but uh yeah, you print all this money, it's what's gonna happen when you print out of thin air, you know. So um we'll print more more of the money that's already not backed by anything, but something else. So so um but what we're seeing is just, and this, I mean, you can look at historical trends and, um, you know, all, all of that data, but it happens. It's all, it happens all across the world. It's, it's just about, you know, how the people that oversee and are responsible for your currency, how they manage it, you know, and that's, that's really what we kind of just live in the, the, um, I'm trying to figure out the word, the best word to explain that, <laughs> um, yeah, but we're pretty much, they made the decision. And now all these prices, like the price of everything is inflated. Uh, so it's just kind of where we're at. But I think what, at least what I'm trying to get to in this episode is more so understanding, more so kind of having an understanding of kind of where we're going and what we can do to combat what's going on. Because a lot of these things are completely out of our control. Uh, so just trying to focus on the things that we can actually have an influence on and um, like the actions that we can take to, so it doesn't hurt. I heard it's bad. It's bad. But uh, just one of the first things, I guess, is when we're looking at inflation, we know the Federal Reserve, you know, sets the rates and all those things. So right now we're at like 1.6 and they raised it uh, 75, what, last month or no, this month they raised it um, 75 basis points. So what a basis point um, is, is a basis point is a, it's pretty much a percent of 1%, pretty much. So 75 basis points is like 
of 1%. (laughs) Um, So they do that so you don't get confused. So it's easy to kind of know what's going on. Uh, but so, so basically 0. 0.75, 0. 0.75%. Yeah, 0.75. So when you look at what the Fed is saying as far as if you watch the meetings, so I watch all the meetings, I read all the documents, I don't put you, it's a snooze fest for some, but it's important to know what people are doing because these these decisions that are being made affect us, affect most of us. Um, and there's people that benefit from this, but most people are on the, um, you're, you're not on the good end of things. Either. So, so, um, but when you listen to what the Federal Reserve is saying, uh, what your central bank is essentially saying is they're saying, because right now with that that 75 basis point raise, that puts us at like 1.6, I think 1, 1.6, um, just an increase, right? So, but their goal for the end of the, by the end of the year is to go to 3%. And we're at like 1.6, we're somewhere between like 1.5 and 1.75. Um, so when you think about like what we see now, like when you look at your like the rent, the gas costs and all those things and all the players that are supposedly involved in that as well. Like the pain, we're just getting started. Like we're really just getting started if the antis like if the anticipation of them is to increase it by and get it up to three percent. You think you're hurting at one point six, one point seven five? Wait till they turn that uh they turn they turn the oven up and we really start cooking. It's gonna be nasty. Uh but Joe, I guess what what are your just overall impressions of what's going on with inflation? What are the um what are maybe some of the, the just your overall view of what's going on and what's some of the things you're doing to um, kind of, I guess, combat what's going on? Yeah, so overall, I think the whole approach about what's happening um, is kind of inevitable. And what I mean by inevitable is, you know, we went through a huge health scare, like we went through a whole surgence of like health. And that really offset our economy significantly to the point where a lot of people's dynamics of how they work and how they get money and make money is different now. You know, you still have issues like, for example, like uh, if you think of the car market, um, you know, they're not getting in vehicles or receiving vehicles in a timely manner and they're not receiving them by the abundance either just because, uh, you know, supply and demand. You know, some of these vehicles out here are in high demand, but you know, the supply management is all thrown off from COVID, um, you know, and that kind of like, basically, we're just now seeing from a financial standpoint, the um, the ends of going through that whole pandemic. So like that really kind of like sent the economy that was kind of failing a little bit anyways. That was like the straw that broke the camel's back, I want to say. So so it, it was kind of inevitable. And, you know, some of the legislation that was placed across was um, kind of like trying to prolong it for as long as we could. Uh, not to mention um, we're on the verge of waging war with multiple countries. So that's even more money that's being cut out of the, uh, the cycle, the revenue cycle. So it's kind of like, almost like we're overdue for a recession unfortunately um and i agree with marcus like what he's saying is true you probably won't start really feeling the pressures of this recession because it hasn't hit the bottom yet probably won't hit the bottom for like at least till next year i'm I'm expecting so we have yet to experience the worst um i think one of the best things to do to combat this is uh, try to try to be a little frugal with things. I'm not saying you got to be super aggressive as far as like saving anything. Like 
still have fun, do what you can or whatever, right? You know, tomorrow's not promised, especially with all the stuff that's going on in the news, for sure. Enjoy yourself. But at the same time, have that mental note or keep a mental note that, you know, you should be uh, putting some aside, like do a little small self-investment with yourself, like put something in an account. If that's all you know, if you know how to make your money work for you, then, you know, do those avenues. And, you know, um, one of the things that I really want to talk about is the whole idea of like, how can you really combat um, inflation? And to be honest with you, um, people have a few methods and there's a few ways you can combat, you know, um, inflation. It's, it's a few strategies. Um, what a lot of people tend to usually go through as far as like beating inflation, I would like to call it, would be like stocks. You know what I'm saying? Like some people actually are like, yes, like the recession's coming. Now I can really like beat up on stocks. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, my recommendation is like, if you're not for certain that something's going to go, like, say, if you're actually able to make it out of a, like a recession or something like that, my um, recommendation would always put your money on the S&P 500, uh, just because, you know, it's literally a token of multiple companies put together, you know? So like, say one goes under, one might do extremely well, and everything's like interchanging with the S&P 500. And by no means necessary, I'm not a financial advisor, but it's statistically proven that a lot of people gain profit off of that uh, just by uh, investing in the S&P 500 versus like putting all their money on a specific company and that sucker tanks. So, you know, um, another one I would like to talk about is like bonds. I'm not really a bonds guy. I would like to get more into it. In my lifetime, I would love to uh, put some money down into one just to see like the whole process, just to learn. Um, but, you know, some people actually do that. But, you know, it takes a little bit longer for you to get your money, um, depending on what you got going on. But, hey, people make money off of that, too. But also don't think that you're safe from like certain elements or certain things like gold. Like some people think that they're super safe with gold. They thought gold was the thing that was like backing up the dollar, so to speak. And realistically, um, gold gold is is weird. It's it's like an anomaly, kind of. Like it's weird. Like it's worth something, but the value tends to go up and down. So, I mean, be my guess with that. But that's I said, all commodities. Yeah, that's all commodities. Say, for sure. And that's what I was getting to. I was like, one of the biggest risks of gold is, you know, you have it. So say you buy gold, right? Like, where are you going to put that gold at? You know what I'm saying? You're kind of putting yourself in a hot place. So, <laughs> so that's another risk that you have to run with gold and stuff like that. But, um, you know, that, that's just my take on certain things, man. It's just more or less just like, if you know what makes money for you, uh, take full advantage of trying to capitalize on that. I know some people think about like, oh, I'll just get another job or something like that. And when the economy's bad, that's really not how things work, bro. Like, you really have to. It's a you have to be more strategic than just picking up another job. Well, that can be part of the strategy, though, is to get another job. I think it's. I think one of the things is, like, oh, none of this is financial advice. Uh, by, by the way, do your own research for you investing your money and stuff, but. But um, well, when you look at 
like ways to make money and things like that. Like in these conditions, you have to be in a position to do that for one. So you have to even be like, you got to be at that step to where you can do that. So, um, so I'm not really speaking, I guess I'm not really speaking to that because you can like, yeah, there's things you could do in the market and stuff like that. But if like, if you look at me, you're looking at like gas prices. I know gas prices are crazy. I work remotely, so I don't really go anywhere. So I don't really feel it like that. Um, but um, as far as, but I know, like when I drive down the street, I was on that same quarter tank I've been on since April. Because I don't go anywhere, but but uh, but I think I think that you know you see it and that stuff adds up. And we have to, like it's it's one of these things where like if your rent is up, like say your rent is um like man your lease is up. You rent it, and they just raise that sucker. They just throw that thing up. I've, I've, I've like consumed some real estate content and trusted a lot of the like not a lot, but a portion of people are happy that they're making more money in a situation like in these circumstances. And I think what the good thing to look at is that when we're in these downturns, these economic downturns, like we're in a recession, they they want like it's not on the on the news. They're not coming out and saying that we're in a recession. But we're in a recession. It's probably going to turn into a depression. Uh, so, but it's like, that's more of a lagging indicator. Like you can feel it. Like you don't need, you don't need to turn on the TV and them need to tell you that it's at like 8.3%. Which the is signs number, are there, people. Yeah, which is Why? a number that I don't believe. Like just because the news say we at 8.6, no, we're not. It's not like at 11 or six. It's probably higher than that. It's ridiculous, man. But but anyway. I mean, like, you, you need know to, that if you just go grocery shopping, man, yeah, the prices and food is, you know, way yeah. different. And I go to the store, I look at the stuff that's, all the stuff that's on sale, like those those slots are empty. And all the stuff that's not on sale, that stuff's not, it's not selling. But that's like when you raise, like when, like it has to naturally come down. So this inflation piece, like what's being worked out is that the raising, like the, the, the interest has to be like raised and it's become more expensive to spend. But that's the, like, that's the consequence of printing money out of nowhere, just putting all this extra money out there. Like that's the consequence. So now, like just the natural because they kind of did all this. I won't get to like the quantitative easing and all the other stuff that's they go on and like how the Fed is reducing their like the 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 um stimulus that they they put into the markets and things like that. But but uh, like all that stuff kind of plays plays into it. So it's a natural cycle. But what happens is because we because things were happening, I thought the market was going to crash. Like when COVID hit. I was like, the market's supposed to crash. And then you know it's unnatural because like all this stuff's going on, but the market is still pumping, pumping crypto, pumping. But the but everything else indicates that businesses are being shut down and everything. So you can tell, like if you're looking at it, you know there's a lag. Like, things aren't things aren't adding up when the market's just doing well, but everything else, like in the real world, there's all these other issues going on. So you know something doesn't quite add up there. So like we're just gonna have to feel the pain, but what I want to like, kind of what I just want to focus on is the the things that we can control because you're gonna have to hit. I don't even think we hit like max paying yet. I think it's it's like I said, if we go if the Fed is targeting three percent, the only good the only maybe little bit of relief is that it's an election year, and I'll leave that there. Is that when we get to, you know, something got to happen. Um, but but um, somebody needs those votes, you know. But but um, as far as like relief in the long term, I think it's about more about doing what you need to do to survive. Like what Joe was saying, like, yeah, you can get a second job, but 
Like, it's what are you doing with that excess money? Like, are you trying to maintain the current level that you're living at? You know, and it's it's like it's real more so about having a strategy. But uh, I got some I got some tips here at the end. So, Joe, I'm going to throw it back to you for any input that you had. Well, I'll say this much, man. Um, if you're listening to this podcast and you're actually like um, somewhat listening as far as like comprehending what's going on. I mean, you've already experienced this type of stuff before, just not at this magnitude. Um, but what I'm saying is like, you know how tight things were back then at that point in time. So, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to be something that's going to be overwhelmingly a surprise. It's just more or less just you doing the proper thing as far as like getting in front of it, preparation. So if you know that this is coming, maybe it's not the best idea to buy a house. And I don't know why you would buy a house right now, considering, considering the housing market is trash. But that's uh, a bubble. That's but, a bubble. Bro. But I understand that there's weird situations where people are just like, you know what? Yeah, that's okay. I, I need somewhere to live and I don't want to pay f- these apartments because they get over on me, which they are. Uh, you know, I just want something I own. OK, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? And I wish you the best, you know. But, you know, it's just one of those things, like, if you're going to do something like that, make sure you got some cushion with that, because there's going to be some um, wrenches thrown at you here. Um, I'm assuming that it's coming uh, sooner than later, but uh, you're definitely going to have to go through that challenge. It's going to be a financial challenge for a lot of us, even some of us that are even making paper. Um, And I wish I could, like, be like a fortune teller you know, like show you exactly how, how things are going to happen or how they're going to plan out. So people could really like cushion themselves for that. But, you know, that's too much like, right. So this is more or less, uh, you know, I think people just need to start paying more attention to it. You don't know, necessarily have to be very skillful with economics or anything like that. It's just that, you know, what you choose to be aggressive on as far as your spending habits and all that kind of stuff, just peel back a little bit, man. You know what I'm saying? The rest of that stuff, you'll gradually learn through experience, trust me. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't think it's the time to really just go out and be super aggressive and do something like that, um, no matter what's going on in your life, unfortunately. That's all I can well, say. Yeah, so I have some tips, just a few, just some basic things, you know, and like when you're looking at just this inflation and understanding like the projections and this why I think it's important to like there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of entertainment stuff out there um, that we can kind of let consume us. But like I'm reading financial reports, man. That's what I'm doing. I'm not well, I'm not I'm not really involved in that because it's 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 not there's nothing wrong with being entertained, but I think at a certain point when stuff is keeping you from like if you're in a perpetual state of like struggling you know, and you're always in survival mode, like, maybe it's okay to watch one less TV show, you know, maybe you play one less game with 2K or something, you know, whatever, you know, whatever you're doing, you know, so it's, it's one of those things where you can, like, maximize, like, your level of preparedness to dealing with, like, some of these, like, very trying situations, because, I mean, there's people who got laid off for COVID, right, took some setbacks, got back, started working, start to get their feet underneath them. Now people getting laid off. So you went from getting laid off one time and then before you can even recover, 
they just hit you with another haymaker. And then after like these things start to happen, we have to start asking ourselves, are we focusing our energy in the right places? And what can we do to, you know, try to prevent some of this stuff? So like sometimes the best, like sometimes the best sound cliche, but sometimes the best offense is a good defense. So if like, you don't have to keep up. I know Joe was talking about like scaling back. Like you don't have to keep going out every week. You don't, and you know, you can go, you can go to the store. You can maybe just like, say you like to go out, drink, have a good time. Just, just go one shelf down, just go one shelf down. Okay. And then just have people over, like, you know, just invite people over to your place. Mark is trying to get okay, you to put in the hospital, man. Oh. I apologize for this man on his behalf. He don't know what he's doing, man, because, uh-huh. you know, some people can't go bottom shelf. <laughs> man, listen, listen, what I'm saying, but what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is that, like, you can, like, instead of going out to eat, you can cook that food, man. You can have people over. Y'all can chill. Y'all can collectively have a good time. And, you know, you can make those modifications. Like DoorDash, RevHub, all that stuff, gone. That's out of my budget. For what? I'm not about to pay. It's different when you pay like 25, 30 bucks and they mess up your order. But when you pay 50, 60 and they mess up your order, can't do it. Cannot do it. I already so fired up. So that's out the question. You streaming services. Stuff. Yeah, you, you just reminded me. Streaming services is a no. big one, man. That's a big penny pincher right there. Go on. Go on. We're done. We're, we're done. Let's see if you get on the family plan. You know, see see if there's something you can do. But I mean, you got to, you know, you got to use your mind. But then, you, you know, think about like when you're making these purchases, ask yourself, like, do you really need this thing right now? Like, is this like really essential for you? Because this, like for me, one of the things I'm looking at, it's like survival. So for me, it's like I get paid cash on the side. Like some of that cash is on the side. Investing, very conservative investment strategy that I have to where I'm catching all the lows every week. I'm catching all the lows in my top positions, putting very little amounts of money in there. But I'm catching all the lows. But I also want to make sure that I don't have to sell any of my assets. So I measure that out very conservatively. Save money. Say you never know if something's going to happen. Have an emergency fund if you have it. If you don't, like this is the time before like things really start to kick up. It's one thing to struggle for a month. When you start to spread out stuff over three, six, nine, a year, two years, uh, is what you're seeing for some of these projections. At least 18 months is what I'm seeing with a lot of the projections and things that I'm looking at. So when you look at this, it's like, do you want to, like, do you want to, like, keep your lifestyle at this, like, rate? just to not have money or can you peel back so you can live to fight another day so when this is over you don't have to rebuild from square one like you can have at least something going in your favor so i think it's it's really about like i said just like the best offense sometimes is a good defense so you can still be a little aggressive but you have to pick it be a lot more strategic especially if your income isn't like where you know it needs to be you have to be more strategic because your margin for error is slimmer so like just things to keep in mind as we fight the inflation and all this stuff that's going on because it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse. Still lows. Don't worry about it. I don't think they I don't think they can do it, honestly. Um at least I don't know, at least the ones that the federal joints, I don't think they can I don't think they can touch see, it. See, and that's another thing too, man. Uh with inflation going up and stuff and they're trying to, you know, wage people, you know. They're rationing out their work to other smaller companies to kind of like police people to pay their loans or whatnot. And it's just like, 
it's kind of hard doing that when um, so much is in play. I'll just leave it at that. So I don't really see that happening, but if it does happen, best believe, um, I think there's going to be chaos in America. Because uh, <laughs> there's already so much on our plate. I doubt it. I doubt it, man. I really do. But that's all I had. I just wanted to go through those little tips on the back end uh, because you can, yeah, because we can for sure, we can play a little defense, but it's about taking the actions today to kind of save yourself some hurt tomorrow because if we can survive, like if we can survive this in the short term, like we can thrive in the long term, but we got to, like we got to make the right, the right decisions, which isn't flashy. It's not flashy. It don't look good, but you know, that's just what it is sometimes. But that's all I got. Take care. Be safe. Later.